0: going on everybody it is a two-man show this time on marvel rewind i am geo and i am here with mr jacob bartley jacob
1: are you ready to talk some wandavision i am and it's a two-man show for now uh jake and brian are a little busy at the moment but they will be should be joining us here shortly but it's all good we're here to talk wandavision episode six right six yes yeah episode six crazy episode You guys leave us
0: your thoughts in the comments. Uh, If you got a theory, a cool theory that you want to uh, share with us, please do uh, see to the slash apocalypse movies. We'd really appreciate it. So, normally, what we do is we go through the entire episode in order. Uh, I think we'll do that this time around, too. Um, But to start it off, Jacob, what are your general thoughts about this episode of uh, WandaVision? You know, the. The uh, momentum seems to be picking up.
1: And uh, what do you think, sir? Yeah, man. I I have really liked the show so far. I enjoyed the first two s- sitcom-only episodes. They were fun because I knew it was leading towards something else. And then they really picked it up, the episodes, uh, you know, three, four, and five, kind of diving to the outside of the of the hex. And I loved the last two episodes so much. Um now, this episode, though, is a little bit different for me. I I think I, I'm i not a huge – hello. I'm not a big a fan of this episode as I was the last two. That's the best I can compare because the last three episodes, including this one, have all been outside the Hex and inside the Hex, and kind of uh, we've been in that area so far. So as far as the episodes that have been outside the Hex and inside the Hex, this might be my least favorite one but I still enjoyed it and it still kept the momentum going. So, and I'll explain my reasoning why behind uh, once we get more into it. Okay. Understandable.
0: Uh, For me, I, I like this episode. Um, I don't think it's the best one, but uh, again, we, we get, we get a lot more of, it's it's literally the damn thing. The dome is (laughs) expanding.
1: Literally. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And um, you know, it's, it's cool to see the kids and to see uh, sort of a different side of, you know, Wanda. Um, you know, she's had a rough life, but it seems like these kids are kind of, you know, making things a little bit better for her. Um, it's funny. <laughs> Vision, Vision is not afraid to just, you know, do his own thing inside that uh, bubble. You know, he's just, he's like, uh, okay, see you later. I'm gonna go and do my own thing. And Wanda's like, you didn't tell me you had any plans. And it's like, yeah, you think just because your brother shows up, um, everything's just gonna all of a sudden snap back to normal. No, not at all. But, um, yeah, I I did enjoy this episode. I love that they used Halloween to take advantage of, you know, giving us the uh, comic book accurate costumes, which we'll get into. A
1: good reason to do it, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, again, look, and WandaVision fashion, we get more questions. I have more questions about Agnes. So that's
1: probably my main problem with this episode, and I see – Chuck agrees with me that maybe it's his least favorite. Um, I think this is the episode that answered the least questions while giving us more questions. It didn't really answer anything this episode, if you think about it. Like, what major revelations did we find out? Maybe that we learned a little bit more about Vision and Mm. that he is maybe that destroyed – body parts of him turned into a live version but only inside the hex. We learned that, but we didn't we didn't learn who Evan Peters is, we didn't learn who who Agnes is. We didn't learn anything. So maybe that's I don't know if that means good or bad, but for me it 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 asked way more questions than it answered when normally it's a good mix.
0: Yeah, this might be the episode that really leaves us on a cliffhanger compared to the other ones. I know the previous one had uh, Pietro. We had questions about that, but this one really does. So let's get into it. Let's start off. Um, I didn't know this at first uh, because it wasn't really a show that I watched in the 90s, but the intro style is very Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. And, uh, so
1: did, you, did you catch that? Absolutely. So I used to watch Malcolm in the Middle all the time as a kid, and that's how I knew of Brian Cranston. He was the dad on Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, okay. And That's how I always saw him as. So it was crazy when he started doing Breaking Bad and breaking out to all these dramatic roles and stuff. Um, I and so first of all, I want to talk about the the recap. Kind of, they showed uh, Pietro getting killed in Age of Ultron. Even though they showed the bullet, the one time where the bullet like hit his arm and that was the officer's. Yeah. And then it showed him dead on the floor. But that was interesting to me that they showed that. Uh, but they, I think they wanted to show people that. Oh, it was a different actor. Now it's a new actor, you know? Maybe people who haven't seen Age of Ultron, but uh, the intro and the song, I loved it because this is now 90s, supposed to be like late 90s, right? Or yeah, around mid, that mid, era.
2: mid
0: to late 90s. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, it depends though. Like, is this 2000s? It kind of feels early 2000s, late 90s. Cause I mean, I guess it depends if you look at the movie theater background where it shows the Incredibles and parent trap <laughs> parent was that like just special screenings or was that when the movies were released? Cause I don't think those movies were released in the same year. It has to be special screening. I mean, one's a Disney movie, like live action. The other one is a Pixar movie and it's yeah. Marvel. So, yeah. So anyways, I love the intro because I knew I recognized Malcolm in the middle right away. It also felt like, um, a lot of Disney Channel shows, too, in a way, some of mm-hmm. the, the 90s, early 2000s ones. So, and I'll say this is probably my favorite sitcom episode, but my least favorite MCU episode. You know what I mean? Like, as far as like moving the story forward. Yeah, but it was the most fun I had as far as them paying homage to a sitcom, I think.
0: Okay. Yeah. For me, it was just, you know, and, uh, I totally missed that, uh, that Quicksilver thing that, that you mentioned of showing him uh, get shot. Um, so in, in that similar fashion, it, it proceeds with, uh, I believe it's Wiccan breaking the fourth wall and talking to the audience.
1: I think they did that in Malcolm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Malcolm so in the middle, right? uh, yeah, they, that was Malcolm in the middle. They, he did that, but a lot of other shows during this era did that too. But yeah, definitely Malcolm in the middle. Um, what's his name? Frankie Munez. Frankie would Munich. do that, yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, it, it shows them getting ready for Halloween, and we uh, see Quicks Pietro, uh, Quicksilver, just sleeping on the couch like yeah. a bum. And I don't know about you, I didn't like the effects of him moving quickly. Like I got so used to Age of Ultron, and I guess how his uh, powers were shown in Fox that it kind
1: of felt cheap. Did you feel the same way? Well. If you think about it, though, everything that happens inside the Hex fits the time era. I think they purposely made it look cheesy because Pietro interacting with the nephews and all that stuff, that's part of the show that's being projected out to the outside, right? Mm -hmm. So they're seeing him use his speed. And I think they made it look cheesy on purpose to fit the setting because – we don't see when Wanda uses... You know those times when Wanda really uses her powers? Like when she throws Monica out of the bubble? Things like that. We don't see that in the show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, our viewers, us as viewers see it. But the people watching the show don't see it. So, um, I think that was kind of that. Like, this is how it would look if we had a character who super speed in the 90s. That's okay. my interpretation of it.
0: Sure. Um, So, yeah, it shows... Pietro and the kids interacting, him being very uncle-like. I think somebody referenced Uncle Jesse or something in a previous episode. Um, so they're having fun. And then we get Wanda coming down the stairs in classic Wanda outfit, costume.
1: She says, I am a Sokovian psychic, uh, right? Uh, fortune teller. Yeah. Fortune I l- Dude, that was brilliant because- First of all, you we all you know, sometimes we want to see the characters in their classic uniforms or costumes, but they don't fit like modern day. Right. So this was a fun way to have them wear their similar look to the Scarlet, the Vision in Scarlet Witch comic. And this was perfect Halloween episode. But then on top of that, because I was wondering the same exact thing when I saw the trailers, why are they even dressed like that on Halloween? Like, where did they come up with these ideas? And they addressed that. She's a Sokovian fortune teller, which is perfect. And because yeah. we don't know what that looks like. And so she and then Vision is a Mexican wrestler, a Mexican wrestler.
0: Yeah. I forget what uh, uh, Pietro calls him, but he's like,
1: yeah, that or throw up or something. I, or a booger. I think oh, he, says- he starts calling him a bunch of different names. Yeah. Oh, a stoplight. <laughs> a stoplight. Yeah. A stoplight. Was yeah, funny, so, yeah. Uh,
0: he has some pretty funny lines. And then, like I said, uh, clearly Wanda was expecting them to do something, but Vision is his mind is set on figuring what the, figuring out what the hell is going on, and uses the uh, the security neighborhood watch as an excuse, so he leaves, and then uh, Pietro steps in and says, "Hey, I'll go with you guys," and there then we get a comic accurate Quicksilver outfit. With the hair and everything, mm-hmm. and even uh speed is just the
1: same. Uh, how'd you feel about those outfits? Well, I love I look, you can't do things like this in just an Avengers movie or something like that. So that they're able to do this and they had him with his speed it was really cool. And that he took that uh <laughs> that he took that nephew with him. I th- Look, man, I, I think this is all about the twins, the boys. This whole show is... Definitely this episode. About, and this episode, too, is about the boys. Uh, And the, I'm diving more and more into that every single episode, that this whole thing is manipulated for Wanda to give birth to these twins and for them to escalate their development as far as just growing into human adults and their powers. Because I think Pietro was here to kind of bring their powers out of them a little mm-hmm. bit because he doesn't have his powers at first until they're outside later on. But anyways, I, I thought that was cool because we already have Scarlet Witch and, uh, and Vision in their comic-accurate costumes for Halloween. Why not put them in theirs as well? And I believe, I didn't know this, but I, I guess we got to get their real names, Billy and Tommy. I don't know which one is which, but uh, uh, Wiccan, apparently his costume is kind of uh, comic accurate as well. Even though it's kind of homemade, I guess that was kind of his costume. And it's funny that uh, Speed wasn't wearing one at first. Right. Um, Just a side note before we continue. This show got me overthinking
0: things, little things. Like in the intro, when the kids are being hugged by Agnes, I was like, oh, okay, definitely onto something. And then later on, (laughs) Quicksilver's so quick to volunteer with these kids. It's just like, well. overthinking all of this yeah know? i mean
1: i don't think you're overthinking because think about this the and i don't want to go off on a tangent i want to focus on this episode but and it ties into this episode from the very beginning uh agnes shows up you don't have children oh why don't well just you two in here and then they have that little town meeting for the children and then the children are born agnes shows up she's spraying this spray right and she's around the kids and she's like you want me to hold the kids or tend to the kids and vision's like no and then she's like i'm but i'm supposed to tend to the kids that's in the plan that's why she was like wanda do you want me to go from the top again Mm -hmm. and then she sprays this spray and then a few seconds later she's looking for the dark liquor and the kids are grown up and then a dog comes into play they age themselves up to take care of the dog where agnes is present Then when the dog dies, when they were going to age themselves up again, Agnes was involved and present. And now you have this uncle show up who's hanging out with the twins the whole time. I think they're all trying to escalate them into into growing up. And I I do think whatever the mystical, magical side, whoever's behind Wanda somehow wants those kids and fully powered. That's my opinion. So when you see her in the intro with the kids over her and – they're in the intro together, I think that that's not that's not by accident. Yeah, not a
0: coincidence for sure. And, man, there's a number of coincidences in every episode for sure. So let's continue. Uh, it goes into the outside world, and clearly the director, the guy in charge, is upset. You know, he just got showed up by Wanda in the previous episode, and he proceeds to call out uh, Monica about, you know, he gets really personal. Talks about her mother. Like, yeah, he, you know, he went a little too far this time. Hell yeah, <laughs> a little too I've far this time. Never have yeah. I rooted for somebody to like eat it or bite the dust or anything. So he proceeds to uh, ship all of them out of the out of you know the site. You know, uh, Darcy, uh,
1: Woo, and uh, and, and, oh, Monica. and Monica. And then,
0: and then we get an action scene with uh, with Jimmy Woo. Yeah, how funny was it Darcy's like, what's what's the plan? But yes.
1: I mean, they didn't plan that, so that's why. He can not only do magic, but he can kick ass, right? Yeah, I liked seeing him do that. That was cool. Mm -hmm.
0: All right, so sorry, guys. Look, I got a dry cough. I'm trying, okay? I really want to (laughs) cough. I'm trying not to. All right, so okay. So um, from there, it goes back, right? Back to the hex and everyone's trick-or-treating and having fun and, Wanda is wondering, like, uh, you know, she's talking to Herb, and she finds out that vision
1: is not really a part of the neighborhood watch. Yeah. So there's, I forget what order it happens in, but there's that whole scene. We see the kids um, and them walking into the town, and then they start uh, running around, and then Speed starts using his powers. And then she's like, if you're going to break the sound barrier, make sure to take your brother with you. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And then they go off and do their thing. And then we have Wanda and Pietro walking and talking. But I think the Herb interaction might have been before that. It's around that time. Yeah, but yeah. she finds out Vision is, isn't really with the Neighborhood Watch. And then I th- probably the most important thing, one of the most important things this episode is the conversations between Evan Peters and... <laughs> And Scarlet Witch, because we don't know who Evan Peters is. I mean, this brought more mystery to it. I mean, I, this is probably the biggest question going into this episode, right? So, I'll tell you my interpretation. Sure. I don't, after this episode, I don't think he's Quicksilver. I think, because he was sister. definitely fishing for answers, right? Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, no, no, no. That whole conversation about, you know, or them sitting on
0: the hay, I know we're jumping forward. But he's like, How'd you do it? How'd you do this? And that you know, like you gave everyone like simple lifestyles and simple clothing and this and that. And he's clearly digging for answers. And he's like, How'd you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, yeah. and to jump back to where we were, Wanda starts to test him, right? Asking about, you know, uh, do you remember that time with mom and dad, this and that? And he's like, You're testing me,
1: you know, yeah. he's calling it out. And where's your accent? Where where's your accent? And then he's like, where's your accent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, that was a need. And uh, what they do say about, uh, he's like, I know I look different. And then she's like, why do you look different? And then he's like, he says something, uh, you know, implying like trying to trick her into thinking that she did it on purpose, like made him look different. Cause she didn't want to be reminded of the past. Yeah. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. Um, so, it's weird because Wanda seems kind of clueless to a certain extent, right? Like she doesn't really know what's going on either. And that's why I said last time, and I think uh, somebody commented it. Oh, Rachel did right here that it's clear that Wanda having control is an illusion. And I, I said like, it's like somebody gave her her own sandbox to play in and she could do whatever she wants in this sandbox, but she's not really in control, you know?
0: Well, yeah, and that's that's evident in the next scene where Vision is walking around, and the further he walks out of town, the more creepy the town gets, you know. And again, like great job with the whole Halloween, you know, vibe type episode. But you know, it's Well,
1: starts- yeah. So what's up with these people stuck in motion, the lady trying to hang something up and the guy like setting something down? Is it the closer they get to the wall? you know the to, Ellis, to Ellis Street the yeah. more they're just like zombies instead of like participating in the in the show
0: well yeah it's um it's her having less control you know cuz she can only control so much i mean if she if that wasn't the case she would have known where vision was you know right then and there but she did again i'm jumping forward but yeah you see the lady doing laundry um and um uh what else happens uh just he sees
1: people standing still well he sees another start. lady and he start tries to talk to her mm-hmm. and she doesn't respond at all and then he starts walking out towards Ellis Street mm-hmm. and when he sees Agnes's car and that's a big moment too oh, as wait. well right oh, we got to back up we got to talk about well what was by far the most creepiest commercial in this show oh my goodness Go yes yeah. well I honestly like i'm still trying to figure that commercial out okay but it's the one with the shark and the the yo magic how yes. do you interpret it
0: okay so first off i'm a 90s baby you're a 90s baby right so many people in the chat are the are, are 90s babies as well the whole style of the cartoon style and the animation total 90s oh absolutely it's the shark natural yeah i saw the shark and i was like street sharks is that street sharks like only 90s babies will get that but anyways yeah comes out the it comes out the water presents uh what's it called yogurt yo Yo magic yo magic sorry yo magic but it's it's yogurt right it's in the form of yogurt yo magic to the kid kid is, is right off the top creepy he's just like can i have some shark doesn't even say anything he just gives it to him and then it goes really dark the kid tries to open it tries it tries it tries it and ends up dying turns it into a skeleton and it's just I'm still thinking about it. I'm still like ugh about it, you know, but the way the way I took it is it represents the the people who are toward the outside of the town and how no matter how much they, they try they, they just they can't get help. They can't do anything you know they're helpless. Yeah. Either, and then another thing is so all these commercials Kind of reference the Infinity Stones. Was this
1: one clearly time? Well, maybe the watch was time, though the Time Stone. Possibly.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, what would the watch be then? No. Mm. But who knows? Well, this could right. be. I mean, I took it as time. I mean, yeah. I mean, it could be. Well, it could be the Mind Stone. She got her power magic from the Mind Stone, unless we already or the Mind Stones in. Oh no, is in the staff. So, uh, I don't Guys, think we've don't had my right yeah. chat. What commercial is, is this one? I mean, you know, what's very funny is like we all people, everybody's speculating that the commercials represent the affinity stones, but they, they could not, too. It's very possible that they don't, but I mean, they are. If you count each one so far, it kind of fits, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, Chuck yeah. is saying that someone is using her powers, they're taking her magic, yo, magic. Um, yeah. I mean, that would make sense. Like, obviously, to accomplish this takes a great amount of power, right? Because even whoever Evan Peters is, they're like, let's say Evan Peters is somehow connected to Mephisto or whoever the higher power is that we think is behind this. Mm-hmm. Why would they be asking, How did you do it? Do they, are they not in the know? Like, are they not even? part of it they're just just like sword investigating it themselves from another area you know like just from from somewhere else you know yeah maybe they sent in their own agent and here's the thing to me and i think it ties in why at the end of last and if somebody in the chat knows the answer to this please help me with this but how come at the end of last episode when evan peters shows up at the door Darcy goes back to grab something. She's looking at the screen and the alarm is going off at the sword. You know, that alarm that came off when yeah. uh, Wanda was approaching the, the, the hex the barrier. Yeah. Yes. That alarm went off when Evan Peter showed up on screen. Why they never addressed that unless I didn't see it. But my only guess is he shows up right away And what if he entered the barrier and anything going in and out, that uh, alarm goes off. And what if it is a version of Quicksilver and he ran in? Well, yeah. Think about what uh,
0: Pietro said right outside the movies. He said, uh, Mm. you know, I'm I'm shot on the ground. Next thing I know, I hear you. And it, it was simple. Like, you needed me. A terrible job of you know repeating what he said, but it was
1: along those lines. That led me to. He believe- said, I, I, last thing I remember, I was shot dead in the street like a chump or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I was then, like, damn, why you gotta, <laughs> yeah, that was, and harsh. Then, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Sean says, I think the alarm was still going off from when Wanda came out. Time moves differently in the real world. I, I think, like, I think that's true that time moves differently because we see outside they're in a different part of time, and then when we see the show, but. The alarm is always outside of the hex, though. So it would always be out in the real world. I mean, I can't think of anything else other than... Because at first I thought they recognized this man who's being disguised as Pietro. Maybe it was the, the guy who went into the uh, hex with the beekeeper suit. Because where did he go? May, I thought she repurposed him into being Pietro. But maybe that's not the case. Uh, but they never address in this episode because Wu sees him on screen. He says, who's that? Or, oh, no, Monica says, who's that? And they're like, oh, her brother showed up. And they don't say that it's somebody that they recognize. And they don't put a little poster up on the board, you know, saying who he is. Um, I know they didn't really have time for that. But it just makes me think right now. My theory is maybe it is a version of Quicksilver. and he ran into the into the hex and it set off the alarm and that's how he's already at the door that fast because he has his speed that's my guess yeah there's so much
0: mystery behind this character like I I, I still don't know do, I, do you know if they did they tried to talk to Aaron Taylor Johnson
1: for him to come back so at first I thought no because I was wondering, because they hadn't shown him, even when they show that flash or that footage of her protesting in Sokovia, they don't show his face. And I was like, did they not get like, because, you know, I believe how it works in entertainment. If you show someone's face at all, like you have to pay them royalties or something. Yeah, something like that. And I was thinking, oh, maybe they just either he said no or they don't want to bring him back or something. But they I don't know if that applies to showing old footage, though, but. I um yeah I'm not sure I I think it would be cool if he would have shown up himself and maybe he still will maybe he does come back somehow and he's like this isn't the real Pietro but I I don't I don't know like I don't want Evan Peters' appearance to just be a gimmick like oh haha we tricked you this is wasn't really Quicksilver you know I I think his him as that character deserves better than that.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Well, let's continue moving on. So
0: the kids have their powers at this point, right? I mean, uh, speed is just running around everywhere. And um, they go off and Juana uh, like, don't go past Ellis Avenue. And then they continue, uh, you know, talking. And that's when uh, 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 Pietro mentions, I do I to say it like that, but he mentions, um, you know, I-, I heard you calling me. And so that's why I'm here. I knew that you needed me, and um, from there it jumps back to the outside, and this is where things get really juicy, in my opinion. So, Darcy, Wu, and uh, Monica manage to sneak in. They start hacking and trying to, uh, you know, figure out exactly what's going on. It turns out the head guy—I don't remember his name—but he's uh, Tyler- Hayward. Who Hayward? Yeah, I think it's Tyler Hayward. He's hiding his own secrets. He has more information than he leads, you know, other people to believe. So he has a tracker on Vision, and that makes me think: when they were, you know, uh, experimenting with Vision's body, did they put a tracker in there at some point? Just or in case-
1: or, or uh, they're able to just track vibranium inside the hex. I think because there's probably nothing else vibranium in there. I think they they even say that they're tracking the vibranium. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's going on.
0: And then Monica is like, no, I'm sorry. Not Monica. Darcy is like, he has your blood work and your molecules are, are, are changing, you know, uh, by the hour. And it, it it further hints that she's going to be, you know, a superhero. Uh, uh, what
1: and what she, what's the name in the comics? Uh, Photon, Photon uh, but she has different aliases as well. But she, they say she went through twice because she went through twice. Like it's just messing up, and that makes me think: Is everybody inside there? Is did, is that happening to them too? Because at yeah. some point they all entered the Pecs, you know. Yeah, it's just
0: The birth of the mutants. Who knows? I don't
1: know, man. That that's getting crazy. But we do have Brian and yes. Jake here. Let's bring him in here. They are here. What's uh, going Hello. on, guys? Hello. On. Hello.
0: Happy Friday.
1: So Hello. good you guys
0: to join us. So we are currently uh, talking about Darcy breaking into Hayward's computer and uh, finding out she, uh, she uh, he has
1: Monica's blood work. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
2: there's a
1: tracker on Vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah. yeah. And the Monica stuff. But do you guys want to give your just quick thoughts on the episode before we move forward from there my favorite episode great really
3: yeah wow this to me really favorite my favorite so far uh i i put this out on twitter this this episode is the perfect blend of everything that they were attempting to go for with the show as far as the sitcom slash mcu um it is also a perfect example as to how the mcu can feel cinematic on television um it felt very cinematic compared to the last couple episodes it felt very mcu heavy as far as like a film standpoint um and i i've said this all day long but i just really i just i become more and more obsessed with elizabeth olsen as wanda every time i see her i could become more obsessed with her so
1: yeah, I mean, I liked episode two, but I was saying that it's actually one of my... Because I like all the episodes, but this is, like, not one of my favorites because, to me, it didn't... It barely answered any questions to me. Like, Really? every episode answered questions after episode two. Fair. <laughs> um, and this one asked way more questions than an answer, but that's not a bad thing, necessarily. That's just me being greedy and wanting more <laughs> answers right away. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, Brian, what about you, man? you like it? Uh, Yeah, I liked it a lot. I actually tend to uh,
2: lean towards what you just said, Jacob, about this was probably the least answerable of episodes, of things going on. I kind of set up a little bit more. um, But at the same time, it was really good. It's funny because it gave me very much, um, and I'm sure that was the goal, like your uh, 90s Disney movie, Made for Disney movies like Halloween or the,
1: Town or the 90s shows, the, the episode well.
3: should have been called Halloween Town. Um,
1: would have been funny, but yeah. I did love the sitcom homage in this episode, it was brilliant. That yeah. and the intro song and all that stuff, the sitcom homage was my favorite one. Did, so, far. did
3: you guys talk about the intro song?
1: Yeah, we did, and I mean, we well, not the song, but did the, you hear the, the lyrics? lyrics? The word, well, I, yeah, I mean, I. I had the um, the captions on, but I didn't catch everything. I mean, I know it says, let's keep it going. And it says a bunch of different stuff. Brian has the words want-
3: written down. If you want to talk about them.
1: Brian. Yeah, please. I-
2: sure. Okay. So this is the whole s- lyric and I'm not going to sing, it. sing uh, it. What? It says, don't try to fight the chaos. Don't question what you've done. The game can p- try to play us. Don't let it stop the fun. Some days it's all confusion Easy can't come and go, easy come and easy go. But if it's all an illusion, sit back and enjoy the show. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going though each distorted through each distorted day. Let's keep it going though there may be no way of knowing who's coming by to play.
1: Wow! God, a tease. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but did you guys? Get Malcolm in the Middle vibes right away.
3: Did you guys did you guys watch Malcolm in the Middle at all? I
1: did, yeah. So, so the
3: intro is essentially the same exact font and style. Yeah, with Malcolm the mom the has even the hair rolls
1: in their it's, hair, right?
3: It's it's a it's almost a uh, verbatim for what that was. And obviously the way that the show opens up as well with Billy the, narration. Doing the fourth wall is very yeah. Frankie Muniz doing the fourth wall. Um uh, Uncle P is the older brother in this situation. From Malcolm in the middle. Um, yeah. it It is, you know, almost exactly what they were going for. And it's a lot of people have been talking about how they missed the 90s. Last week was very 80s, 90s. This, they skipped a number of years and went straight to the early 2000s. Next will probably be 2010s.
1: And then the last two will probably be modern times. You know, I think they're kind of combining them, like you said, Jake. Like last week was 80s, early yes. 90s. Yes. This is late. 90s early 2000s yeah -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. geo i
2: think it'll be modern family and i think you'll get the office a little bit too
1: nice though i've seen a lot of people on twitter talking about the office how it'll be like mockumentary style exactly that's gonna be interesting like who are the cameramen gonna be i mean because you in those shows they talk to the cameramen and some of them like actually become characters. So that It might
3: be it might be some swor- sword agents. That's
1: why I'm Oh, well, yeah. So, is there anything you guys wanted to talk to prior to um, them investigating Hayward's computer? Hayward's a
2: scroll. I'm dying on that hill. <laughs>
1: See, I
3: I, I I had said this just a little while he's ago. He's an ass. That's I was, was yes, awesome. he's he's the, he's the biggest dick alive. But um yeah. I I don't think he's a scroll. I think he's the outside the hex pawn for whoever is controlling everything. Um, the big bad. I think Agnes is the inside one. I think Hayward is the outside one. And whoever's up top controlling essentially has them on puppet strings. Uh, and Hayward, he whoever's controlling it could be a scroll. Like he could very well be a scroll. Um, but I do think that he's essentially just a pawn, uh, like a lead pawn for whoever's in charge, like the big, whether it's Mephisto um or nightmare i've been nightmare seems to be popping up a lot more i mean they said the word nightmare twice in this episode yeah. um yeah. And so i wouldn't be surprised if if he is the villain but uh i do think hayward is just a pawn and he is working for whoever is controlling everything because a lot
1: of the stuff he's doing isn't lining up it really isn't hmm. i still think he's just an asshole uh sword agent who has his own agenda?
2: Or so director?
1: Yeah, yeah he's, he's a he's the director, which is why I say a lot of things that he's
3: doing aren't isn't line, like 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 uh, like Jimmy Woo said, who's an FBI agent. He said he's stepping way out of his control
2: jurisdiction. And
3: yeah, it's it's there's a lot of things that just aren't lining up with with what. Yeah. He's doing. But we can he's... we can just jump in wherever you guys were. That we want to lose any time. Okay, so
0: moving on. Uh, Hayward laptop. Blood work, Monica, tease, and then Monica says, My friend will be here in an hour. And I'm like, what a perfect time ooh. for this, Brian. Oh, and <laughs> you forgetting what his specialty is. Aero, what aerospace?
2: Aerospace engineering. engineer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Aerosmith, whatever. Yeah. Uh so, aerosmith. Yes. Aerosmith. Yeah. yeah. So they go off. Darcy stays because there's something else. There's something else that Hayward is hiding and she wants to crack it. Um so they go off and I think we go back into the hex. Visions walking. No, this is when he uh, encounters Agnes, right? I think It's it's all around, around the same time. It's around It's it's
2: him walking down the street and then but We haven't really yet.
0: talked about the Agnes vision scene yet. Yeah, let's okay. talk about the Agnes thing. So he Well sees- first
2: off, before you get to that do you have your prediction of who the aerospace engineer is? Because I think he's coming next episode. He has uh, to.
3: If he's in it, twice already.
2: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> if or she, so but, end but of I think episode. it's a he. Or well, she,
1: she said he. It's, yeah, I know, yeah, but it's, it's apparently...
2: But apparently in the Spanish translation,
1: well, it translated to she, whatever it was. On this episode or last episode, though?
3: This okay. one. Hmm. I wouldn't be against
1: that. that I mean... I mean, but in she said he though, and, that's, so, and it's I written know. in English. So, yeah. that, and what what Brian is alluding to
3: is is because a lot of people, ever since they saw that, have been saying that, and we talked about this last week, where we made the thought that it could be Reed Richards, it could be Sue Storm instead.
1: Possibly, I mean, oh if it man. if it is in fact a she, if it is in fact a she, not they he. are definitely like building up to this. It's not just a little thing. Yeah. yeah. But I mean,
0: is a Luke Skywalker cameo? Level Yes, cameo? It could be.
1: It's I mean, going to be... Dude, I'm telling you, it's...
3: And Brian just made a good point about it a little while ago. And a lot of people have to keep in mind, it's not going to be a cameo for an actor. It's going to be a character cameo. Yeah. Whoever is playing yeah. the character, it's going to be the character that people freak out about. Yeah, because it could not- be... Anybody as Reed Richards and, and well, just yeah, Reed and- Richards showing up would be huge. Like, like making the example real quick of the of Luke Skywalker showing up, like we freaked out when Luke showed up, but we also freaked out when it was Mark Hamill as the character. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be the character, the Marvel character that people are going to recognize, whether we've seen the person in the MCU already, or if it's recognizable enough from the comics by like mentioning a name or something like maybe maybe the person walks up we're like okay who is that and then they go and monica says hey so and so and it's like Reed is... victor or victor von doom or yeah.
1: like hey reed
3: is, yeah is, is ben
1: Grimm it, so, a scientist as well no. all of them except yeah huh
3: well he's a, a version of a scientist but he's not yeah not what they are the old
2: yeah he's not like Genius level of like Reed is and uh Johnny Storm is definitely not so um if it was going to be a fantastic four it would be either Sue or Reed
0: yeah it has to be one of those
1: two or Victor
0: or Victor Von Doom Victor would be the dark horse for sure that would be
1: pretty cool I mean if it's Doom (laughs) that would be right can you imagine
2: he just goes hey Victor this is my friend Victor Von Doom like
3: like what? It almost
1: doesn't matter who the actor is at that point. Exactly. So, uh,
3: yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't up, know. To be I, honest, I do want to bring this up because
1: Brian and I would
3: we were just introduced to this on the on where we were just at. Um, they made a good point. What if it's not Reed Richards or Sue Storm or someone like that, but it's it's their uh, Sue Storm's dad, mm.
1: and that's the it's segue like into Fantastic Four. Well. Hey, that works too. I mean, because Who's to dead? me, I kind of like that because I don't know if I want their first appearance in the MCU, but to be here. But I guess that could work. That could segue into it.
0: Who's uh, Stu, uh Sue Storm's dad?
3: It's um. Okay. Remember like in the Frank Fantastic Franklin Storm movie? Franklin Storm.
0: Franklin yeah. Storm. Sorry,
3: Franklin. Speak of it
0: Reggie Kathy. Rest in peace.
3: But yeah, Franklin Storm, uh, he was only portrayed in, in the 2015 Fantastic Four. Um, He wasn't in the originals, but uh he does play a big part in comic history. So hmm. they, it, it could be something that's – I mean, it's funny because we're always – we're focusing on the Fantastic Four. We could
1: be way off basis on this. It could oh, be we totally part. could. It could be someone like completely you different. know how many characters there are that, who are like intelligent scientists in yeah. the comics? Like it yeah. could be anybody, but yeah. – the warlock. I'm, could I'm not be set a, on one okay, person, Brian. You're are you set on one person? Uh no,
2: I, I I would say I tend to lean more to someone coming out of the Fantastic Four realm. Um, I would agree with that. Just just because it'd be like a perfect little like excitement for Fantastic Four, um, because like I've said on many of podcasts. Fantastic four has to be a success for them. So why not get the hype and excitement going now? Like, I mean, it, it wasn't until recently that they just announced fantastic four is going to have a movie coming out
1: soon. Here's the director. If One of them appear here. I think we'll see them again before the fantastic four movie as well. Maybe. Yeah. You'll probably see them in
3: doctor strange too.
1: Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I think v- Victor von Doom would be pretty cool. Could
3: you imagine I Reed Richards? That, that would be the coolest. Could point. you imagine Reed Richards and Stephen Strange on screen together?
1: <laughs> Can't wait, man! Can't
3: wait. <laughs> God damn! And it being and it being Benedict God. Cumberbatch and Benedict Cumberbatch and John Krasinski.
0: Woo! The yeah. MCU would be set for another ten years on. Get out of here!
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. uh whoever it is, I'm very excited. Unless it's an absolute freaking troll where it's like, hey, it's Bill from State Farm. It's like, what? Or, like, like,
1: what just, just a some, random
2: someone like a stupid
1: board agent? Like, yeah, <laughs> you're just like, What?
2: So, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, guys, let's continue on. Uh Agnes, she is letting off to believe uh, um sorry, letting us to believe that she's just a victim. She's just you know, one of uh, the many people who are in prison <laughs> in here. Do you guys believe her? No. No. Yeah.
3: I don't she's know h- how she could be. Yeah, you know. She's a red herring. 100%. Wait, so well, 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 let me get this clear. So, Brian, you think that she's a victim? No. So you, you think that she's Agatha Harkness? Yes. I okay. think she I, I is. Want, I want to clear it up. That's why. That's why
2: I think she is, and I think what she did in this episode is a red herring where oh, it's okay. making you, th- it's making you think like, Oh, she's not involved in it. it. And then you're like, Oh, so she definitely isn't a part of it. And then you're like two episodes later. Oh, son of a bitch. She was
1: like, yeah. that type. I don't her. think that she's the bad guy in control though. No, I don't I either. think she's a pawn of whoever that is. I,
2: Agree with you 100%, Jacob.
1: And she's kind of doing this against her will, maybe? Not, like, I don't know what her motivation is, but... She has her hands tied and is being forced to do... Exactly. For some reason. That's what I think. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Vision learns that he is, in fact, dead, right? Because... I mean, hey... Poor Vision. How many times well, is that guy going to have to die? And he doesn't even remember anything either.
0: No. Yeah, he doesn't remember anything, but I, I guess I kind of jumped forward because you you combine what Agnes said about him being dead, even if she might be playing it off as hell good acting, by the way. But then later on, he can't exit the damn uh, barrier, the field. The hex.
1: The hex. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Was I know, it I was sucking just saying- him back in, or what was it doing?
3: So, I mean, I, w- we won't know for a while, but um, I tend to think that he can't I breathe. so I don't know if Wanda ever actually got Vision's body. The footage was never clear. Of what we were shown a couple episodes ago, of when she broke into the lab to get Vision, we never saw her leaving with Vision's body, not mm-hmm. once.
1: I'm they starting cut to cut the, the footage off. Before I'm they starting showed that.
3: to believe that she didn't get the body, and what what we're seeing of Vision isn't real, and he can't survive outside the hex. Hence, why he was being pulled in and where someone like Monica could just walk freely out um, or, the, or the, exit, receiver, for example, could, you know, walk yeah. freely in or, or, whatever, you know, I, I'm starting to think that cause he was literally being destroyed. He was dying. And I think he's just the dead body. That's being like puppeted, but, but I don't even think he's an actual body. I think he's, he's being manifested by her.
1: And I think that someone else still has visions body. Well, I actually think that whenever his body, because in that footage, his body's in pieces. Like it's all over. So I think, I don't know how the hex works. Like, did you just create it out of your hands and then it starts spreading, right? So whenever it hit vision, those body pieces mixtured up into this version of him that's inside the hex. That's what I think. And then when he was going out, it was all falling apart again. That's what I think. I thought. But, I mean, who we don't know. Who who knows? <laughs> Literally, who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah. So while we're seeing Vision struggle to leave, it goes back to Wiccan, who can hear Vision, but can't really see where he's at. They run to mommy. <laughs> mommy stands up. All of a sudden, he gets really serious. Right? Pietro says the dumbest thing since Geraldine Monica said mentioned Ultron, your husband you know, it's not like your husband can die twice well, in fact he did die twice first time when well he did death. yeah and you that- said reverse why she got pissed yeah so she just I mean God if you thought she went all out on her powers the previous episodes, this one. Red eyes, literally everything stops. Iconic. Iconic.
3: Iconic. That I, moment, yeah. these these closing moments were and this is what I'm talking about being at cinematic. I was losing my, you know what? That's a I good was so excited point. to see her fully embrace what we know of Scarlet Witch and uh I didn't I, I haven't like really I didn't put it out on Twitter but I thought about this. This was the Scarlet Witch origin story. This was the, like the character of Scarlet Witch. This was her origin story inside the MCU, fully embracing the magical powers that she is able to to create, and we have still yet to see how powerful she really is. Um, yeah, yeah, great call, iconic. Yes, uh, it's it's amazing. Um, I can't wait to see what happens next because she's only growing in in uh, in power, and it's going to be an all out war to try to stop her. Well, can she cover the whole world with that? <laughs> I made so, so I made this crazy, crazy theory that I don't Jake, think you know. Ma- huh?
2: you, they were talking about it right before you came on.
1: Wait, wait, what's oh, the theory wait, what? Like a viewer? about what?
2: Go ahead, tell them your theory, theory, but so they're what, gonna agree so with
3: the you. Theory that I thought of, is, and you guys may have talked about this, but I wasn't here, um, is that she creates the X Men. Oh well, Geo mentioned the X-Men. Yes. So I, I think that there is a <laughs> I think there's a possibility that the hex that we're gonna see doesn't stop expanding and it expands over a certain amount of states or or maybe just one state or something, and she creates the X-Men. And Monica was actually the first ever X-Men. Um, and, right, and she unlocks over the world. She unlocks the X-Gene. And, and this is how we get X-Men in the MCU, yep. is yep. is this this is what happens. Like, let's get the ball moving. Yep. Uh, I, I that would
1: be say. crazy.
0: The, the field starts expanding, to continue the story, starts expanding. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. If Monica has powers, the people inside probably are going to have powers. And the people who just got into the hex, they're going to have
3: powers. Well, oh, okay. So I don't know if the people inside the hex will have powers because I think they were already in there and then she created the hex. It's the people that cross through the hex is what I'm talking about. So those people who were literally affected by it um, or it it, because because Monica passed through twice. So she could have been heightened because she already hit through it twice. Certain people have a little bit of a different gene effect on certain things. It's only a select amount of people. A specific gene that is highlighted when the hex hits them, and it's not everybody, but it's a select number of people that now wake up with powers because of what happened. Well, you guys know what this means, right?
0: It means Darcy's going to be an X Men. So, uh, uh,
3: well, maybe, maybe. it again, it could man, all man, that's kind of messed movie. up. That she I would love.
2: <laughs> I would love for everyone to get powers except for her, and her be like, "What the hell?" Like her that character. Uh-huh, that uh-huh. Be, well, it could I be could like
1: just... what Jake's saying. Maybe the X gene exists, but it's never been unlocked, and Ooh, only
2: that—that—that's yeah. a great
1: call. It could be them instead Jack, of that. That's X
2: not a bad call.
1: Or maybe some people only have the X gene, and it only unlocks it in those people. And it you know? oh, the, yeah, it the, oh, the
3: hex it hits one specific gene, and only like
1: a 16th of the population has that gene or something. And I mean, a Westchester, New York, where the X mansion is, is not that far from New Jersey. I'm telling you guys, (laughs) what if the Xavier school is actually a school for children and she turns all of them in X-Men? Dude, I like, I never thought they would do that this early, but it's definitely a possibility, especially because she is a mutant in the comics. And it's like, it's not like they're having Captain Marvel create the X-Men. They're having an X-Men character create the X-Men, if they did that. Chuck, so, they're
2: 100% cool. bringing
3: humans back
1: at some point. And I don't know if you so. guys
3: saw, but when the Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer dropped on the Super Bowl, the Twitter account tweeted for the first time in two and a half years. What? The Twitter Inhumans one? one? The Inhumans TV show Twitter account. It tweeted the trailer, and it was the first tweet in over two years. Hmm.
1: Wow. So, I have a question. Where... Where do you guys sit with the Evan Peters character at this moment? Like, how, where do you? What do you think after this? I'm, the, I'm that emoji. I right. Yeah, I don't know either. See, but if he's aware of everything that's going on, and he's asking her, "How'd you do it?" He's not just another puppet in the town. But I think we know that. I don't think he's real. Yeah, I'm with Brian. I don't think he exists. I don't think. I think whoever
2: uh, is. Mephisto, whoever is manipulating this, created this character to try to get stuff out of her. Yep. Like, get on her good graces. Hey, look, it's your brother. Now, you tell me that, all your secrets.
3: You, you can, you can trust, trust him. Because if that's true, that means that the kids are also that too. I see. Now that I disagree with you on. But but she had she had they they were basically saying like talking about children, and all of a sudden she was pregnant. It's very similar to him showing up. But she manifested
2: the pregnancy.
3: Do do we she know that
2: she did though? I mean, they said at uh, in one of the past episodes, anything that Wanda creates is real,
1: and well, she, she said everything in there is
2: real. And, and she said at one point, I didn't have, I didn't bring the doorbell.
1: Yeah, so it's possible that. The Evan Peters guy is like another guy that lived in the town or he's that that short sword agent that went under the manhole. And then they they repurposed him to be Pietro and somebody like whoever, if it's Mephisto or whatever, is like channeling through him and talking to her because they're trying to get answers, I think, um, from her, obviously. And I think at the end of this episode, she decided that that's not her brother, I think. Because why would she blast him away like that? Just because she's mad? Because he said some stupid shit. Yeah, I think, he did. I think at
3: this point she'll, would...
1: blast, she'll blast away anybody for
3: vision. She will. She she had talked. She had told Pietro. I felt uh, an ever uh, an ever ending nothingness or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And she Never feels, ending nothingness. Yeah. Thank you. I said it backwards. Um. She she feels lonely. A complete. She feels empty without vision there she will do will that's, that that's what him. all the that's what all the townspeople keep saying she,
1: she will do she's for him. him yeah she including, she, including cover the whole world in the hex
3: and is. and also remember she she always she has been hinting at the fact that like she even said why do you look so different like she doesn't mm-hmm. be- like there's a part of her that still
1: doesn't believe that well, she's that trying I- to figure out she says you remember that one time and then she's yeah. like where's your accent
3: exactly well yeah like,
1: and then he goes where's yours <laughs> 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 Oh, did I, somebody mentioned it in the chat, but was that kick-ass reference? Like oh, that was I a kick-ass to, reference, right? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Where it's both of kick-ass. them are in, maybe she's like, wait a minute, kick-ass. <laughs> I need to watch that movie. Yes, you do. I've yes, never seen it. Um. So did you like- guys notice last episode when they first show Evan Peters, the alarms going off in the background? Why do you think the alarm was going off? I don't even know what t- part you're talking about. So at, when they first show Evan Peters and she's like Pietro when he first shows up and they make the reveal at the very end of last episode. And then it cuts back to the outside and, and Darcy's like, they recast she recast Pietro during that oh, scene. Well, the alarm's well, going off in the, the
3: background. The alarm is going off because Wanda had just gone out to them. Yeah. And it was still going. She had just oh. she had just watched well, back in the hex and Pietro had just shown up. So they were they were dealing with the
1: cuz at the beginning of this episode they had just walked the but she goes back in and has that whole conversation with Vision Yeah, but we don't know how time works in the hex.
3: And yeah. and remember at the beginning of this episode they had just brought the drone inside the tent.
1: Yeah. Maybe it was just left on the alarm was on the whole time. It was it was until... fully
3: on because she was she came out
1: Possibly. of that. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. That make that would make sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys any more final thoughts on the episode? Predictions about next episode? I think we finally meet the uh, stranger
1: that uh, Monica's been talking about. Finally, that's going to be big. If they don't show up next episode, <laughs> well,
2: I said I think I think whoever it is for the aerospace engineer will be in the next episode, and then the final two episodes will be whoever the big overarching bad guy is, is going to start making his presence now.
3: Yeah. I, th- I think that next episode we break the whole sitcom thing that it kind of ends with whatever, whatever it's mother family or whatever mm-hmm. uh, we, we, and the story goes forward as finishing and wrapping up because the show is not getting a second season. The second season is called Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And so they have to wrap up this story in the two episodes that follow next week. And lead into a movie. And so they can't keep up the sitcom thing forever. They're going to have to move the story forward. People are going to have to come out of the spell, the trances, and things are going to have to get going. And I don't want them to do that in just one episode. I want two episodes. Yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm guessing the last two episodes are going to be like 45 minutes long. Crossing our fingers. Hey, yeah. That would make sense.
2: 45 minutes, and then they can have their, 10 minutes of comer- uh, stuff after Because no,
3: the episode needs to say 59 minutes, which means yeah, that eight
1: minutes of credits and 50 yeah. minutes of footage. And there's no real sitcom era past the office type thing, you know, like past well, I mean, office modern is, family. But,
3: but I feel like you can end it after the 2010s because then Wanda is caught up to when she joined the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like that's when everything, 2014, is when Age of Ultron happened, or 2015 is when Age of Ultron happened. Then Civil War happened in 16, and then Infinity War in yeah, 18. And so, that makes sense. by that time, you're caught up to the timeline that had happened. And so, next week should be the end of the sitcom story, and then we're back into the
1: nitty gritty craziness yeah. that's about to go down. Oh, real quick, the commercial.
2: I was literally. What about did you guys that?
1: think of that? I still have no idea what it means. It's a so. Person
2: so the yeah it was very that was a very dark commercial and like i said earlier with jake um this this episode oh, okay well you and i both agree on the fact that this is kind of disney putting their toe in like we can do scary like and we can do dark mm-hmm. because they showed a literal a little kid decomposing into a skeleton like that's that's not <laughs> Disney that you know. Yeah. And who is directing Multiverse of Madness? Sam Raimi. Yeah. One of the great, scary original
3: Evil Dead guys.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, with the commercial, um, there's a line that the shark says that he says, um, "Snacking on yo magic." a snack for survivors snacking on yo magic Hmm. and in the theme song it kind of alludes that so taking someone's ability someone's power so i think that that's kind of what was hinted at in this one and if if you i know we kind of went all like oh my god each commercial is infinity stone. Like if we had still this one was kind of like the more of a stretch, but to me it's like there's on there's only two left. Yeah. So snacking on yo magic, snacking on your power, power
1: stone. If we're well, comparing it, it could go. be they're using her magic to accomplish a goal. And I still think it's exactly. about the children, the, the twins. See, I still I think I I think somebody wants the kids and they're trying to develop them into their powerful selves and take them I, I don't think they're
2: kids.
3: I, I think that I, I slightly agree with what Brian said but I, I do think that there's a there's a meaning behind it of whether it's Mephisto or Nightmare or someone else is the shark and um, whether the kid is Wanda or a represent, a representation of the people inside the hex over time, mm-hmm. they're losing their ability, they're losing their consciousness, they're losing their power, um, and they're so close to having what they want, right? They're breaking free of the trance or whatever they're in, but they don't have the ability to do so. A perfect example is the that poor, poor lady who is literally doing the laundry stuff. Yeah, right? that was terrible. She's, she's conscious, she she can feel everything, but she can't do anything about it, right? And that, that felt very similar to what was happening in the commercial, but again, we've talked about this, but these could literally mean nothing at the end. And they could just be like a nice little reference to whatever's happening or something. But um, I do hope they mean something. It'd be very cool. It's a cool ad to a show that, or to something that we'll never, we'll never see something like this in any other show. This is the only time the MCU will ever do these little ads. Um, and I so I, I do hope they mean something. Agreed. Yeah.
0: With you guys there? Will you guys in the comments and the chats let us
2: know? Really, quick, really quick. I want to address Stacy's oh. before we go. Sure. Stacy, I think that the children, anyone in that town, is a prop, and they are just being used whenever she has the use for them. And she needed the kids, brought all the kids out.
1: That's what yeah. I, I have no idea. I mean, my only thing I could think of is what Quicksilver said, possibly. Yeah.
2: Calling around, oh. right? Who knows? Six episodes in, we still have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it's just it's, it's awesome. awesome. It's so
0: much fun. I can't wait to see what Darcy looks like in the in the hex. Next week's oh,
3: be crazy.
2: I t- I, you want to know what I think she's gonna be? They showed a diner. I think she's gonna be a waitress like she is in that two oh. rock girls
3: TV <laughs> I show. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. So
1: yeah. All right. Anything else? Nah I'm good, man. We we talked talked about it all. <laughs> uh, Gio, you, you take it. us
3: out. What? I said Gio, take us out. Who no. t- who did the intro? I was when yeah. I did the private chat, I was talking about the video, not the actual
1: outro. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Oh, oh cool. my god. Go ahead, Gio.
0: Okay, <laughs> guys. Well, that's gonna do it. Thank you so much for putting up with me as a host. Uh, let us know your thoughts on WandaVision. Make sure you join us here this time next week for episode seven. You could check us out um, on our Tuesday show for Apocalypse Now movie hangout show, all five of us. Well, you know what oh, was last five.
3: week's trivia battle?
0: Yeah, trivia. Yeah, was fun. Um, you know, it, it came down to the wire, but it was no surprise who won.
3: Oh um, goodness. Oh my <laughs> god.
0: Yeah, you know what? I was re watching that, and to kind of quickly say, every time like you came to me, it was either you were squinting your eyes or you just sort of were like, What? You know, it's just, I, I'm I'm sorry. I want to apologize for giving you such a hard time. Okay. But uh, it's all fun. But, anyways, that's going to do it, guys, for this episode of WandaVision. Thank you, Jacob, Brian, Jake, myself, Gio. See you guys next time.